Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, listeners? Welcome to the latest episode of River City 93. This is your host, Elliot Barr, and is joining me is Mr. Matt Myers. We are... I can't even find the energy, the happiness to even do this. We're recording this right after uh, the River Kickers, let's call it what it is, ass-kicking against the Revs, 3-1 loss. Matt, I'll I'll let you go, Matt. I'm trying to be positive, but it's just – this is hard right now, man. Yeah, I'm not not interested in that tonight. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we beat around the bush, uh, you know, sometimes you know, a little too much, and uh, we just need to lay out names, you know, at a certain point here. Yeah, you know, so. to be honest with you, it, I'm I, I won't even say like I'm mad. I'm just disappointed because at, at some point you got you got, you, got you, you just dropped the teacher and parent vibe on them. I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, man, because it's just like at some point. It's no longer what the core group is doing. It's what they're being taught. And this is mm-hmm. clearly a daring instruction of we score a goal. And how many times have we seen it? We score a goal and we go into like this defensive shell. Yeah. Of like it's the last five, ten minutes of the game. And there's, you know, 60. And there's 87 to go today. Right. Like, I mean, granted, now don't get me wrong. The first half, we still had chances. We still had opportunities. Mm-hmm. But it was the same, it was coming from the same exact kind of moments where we kind of try to build in the back. That doesn't work. We kick it up long, Belongers gets on the end of it, or Matt gets on the end of it. They kind of cross it in the middle. We create a chance. And it's like, after a while, like, to be real with you, teams are catching on to it. Teams know what to do. Yeah. They know that it's not hard. Yeah. They know that. It's not hard. They know Richmond is going to sit in the defensive shell. They know we're not going to try to build through the midfield. They know Bolognos or Olex is the quickest players on the team, so they're going to get in the ball, try to cross it in. Trezaghi, as long as you put a body on him, you can pretty much mark him out of the game. And it doesn't feel like anything changes. It doesn't feel like there is – the one thing that I have and we've all been asking for is what is the next step in this kicker's team? I understand – that sometimes you have to play a system because of necessity, because of injuries, because of certain personnel you have. Like the Toronto game, that because of the fact of we all understood why you had to play that way. We understood that. There's no reason today you had to play the way you did. You know eight games of technically seven now with this loss, and you come out here, you give a performance like that? Like, what are we doing here, man? Like, what are we doing? No, I, th- I think, you know, Darren has, you know, his mind made up of this is, you know, the only way, you know, this you know, team can be able to do anything. And I don't know if it's, he doesn't believe in his players. I don't know if it's he doesn't know how to, you know, coach them appropriately. I don't know if it's that he doesn't know any other system to be able to play. This isn't working. You know, you might get, you know, one or two little moments of brilliance 
a game, but that's almost always individual brilliance. It's not a build. I mean, you, you know, think about you know that third goal that you know the Revs had today. Yeah, that was you know built around teamwork. Yeah, that was built around a lot of you know pretty passing. And, you know, they had a couple of other chances you know, where they were uh, you know kind of cutting through. How often do you see our guys you know actually you know combining on anything? Everything is one on one play. Everything is you know kind of the you know bad stereotype of like street ball kind of play of hey you know you go do your thing and you know be better than the other guy. And it's look- iso ball. It is literally yeah. what it is. It's like we're once again is. We're like the Houston Rockies back with James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and I think Chris. No, Chris Paul wasn't there, but we're like them. Yeah, it was. Where it's like, it's like ISO ball. Like the only way they're gonna beat you is one on one off the dribble. They're not looking to combine plays. And to be honest with you, we haven't, we haven't had anyone in this midfield that can create. We haven't had any wingers that can truly create. The only player that took that next level step is Bolognos in this team. You know, yeah, I mean, when it seems like he's taking that next progression step to becoming like a better player. Yeah. I mean, if you compare, you know, this year to last year, I mean, obviously there's some new guys here, but who can you point at and say is better in 2021 than they were in 2020? Bolognos, I think is a fair one to be able to say, but of the other guys who are back, I mean, is there anybody you can really point at? I mean, I don't, I don't think Trezaghi has dropped necessarily, but I don't think he's, you know, taking a step up at all. I mean, uh, the only I thing you can say a step up in is maybe assists because he had no assists last year. I think he has, what, two or three this year? So that's one thing, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's all, yeah. we're also playing a lot more games this year too. So, I mean, obviously the raw numbers should go up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just – you, know, you watch the game and you, know, you start the game with some belief. Okay, they start strong. They get a goal third minute, and then just as the game goes on, you know, the belief drops and drops and drops and drops, and it never rises back up. Yeah, right? I, yeah. See that you, you never get that you know thought of okay, well you know, they're going to get this back. Yeah, and yeah. I haven't looked yet to see you know who's going to be like you know, man and you get the man of the match. I mean, because they, I think they have one. to give it out. You what? I mean, there should technically the only person who should get man of the match. He's the only player on this field today that I would I would defend and be like he actually played he played well. Enough. Yeah, I, I was getting ready to say I'm I'm scared they're going to you try to say Jalen Chrysler had a good game. He did not have no. a good game. No. And I'm a big fan. I, yeah. I, I love Jalen. But he – I mean, he had to save off the line, but he didn't have a good game. Right. You know? yeah, he had the flashing yeah. moment or two, which is why I think he might end up getting it. But, no, yeah. the first goal was – I mean, it's not all on him. There's a lot of things that went wrong with the first goal. But, you know, he was yeah. part of the just, you know, Red Sea parting for the second goal. You know, not good. Yeah, and that's that's another thing too uh, that we've seen a lot in this team is that inability like, is really reactive defense where they keep backing off, they backing off, and they never just step to the attacker and try to force like we've said so times on this show. Yeah, how many times did we talk about that last week with the goal? Yeah, right, like just step to him, force the attacker to make a decision. Don't just keep backing off and giving the attacker 
the decision to do what they want to do, you know? Because mm-hmm. if you step to him, nine times out of ten, Avon isn't having to let this tackle that bounces off his head into the back of the net, you know, for the first goal. That ball got passed back, and you kind of see our defense just kind of just linger around. And how many times have you played pickup soccer where they say, step up, step up, step up, so you don't get caught that moment? And then the third goal, once again, there's three guys that kind of fall off. It's just like, I don't want to be the one to make the mistake. I don't want to be the one that, you know, causes an error. And they land it for a third goal. It's the same thing over and over again. And it's not – and I'm start. I'm really starting to really question Darren tactics of, like, what – what is happening in practice that's being translated to the field? What What is being lost in translation? Because of the fact of if the players are either playing scared of making a mistake or they're in this mode of like, I don't want to be the one who messes up. So I don't want to, I don't want to touch the ball. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you think about the tactical side of things too. Okay, so I, I think it's pretty well established that you know, guys are trusted to win their one-on-one battles in the attack, right? We've yeah. we've covered that for twenty weeks now. You know, how do you end up having that plus then having you know a midfield and defense that just has so many gaps? Like I can understand you know the wanting to encourage one-on-one, you know, and kind of leaving them up on their own and you know, having a compact defense behind you so that way you don't let anything slip through. But how? I mean, certainly the second goal today. But how many times do we see it every single game? Where, okay, the ball goes up, you know, there the ball comes out, you know, out from our own clearance, and we don't win the second ball. You know, so the other, you know, the other team, whether it's the Revs, whether it's whoever we're playing that week, picks that ball up, and that's a huge piece of why we don't, you know, end up with any more than forty percent possession a game. It's because they win every single loose ball. Yeah. Yeah, and usually, and, and like today, they end up driving right through us, you know. So you know, you might say you know that second goal was unlucky because they bounced right back out the guy's shin guard. But what are we doing, you know, to start off on that goal? You know, playing you know a simple you know restart. They get you know picked off, and then they run unimpeded fifty yards down the field. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. And it's lazy. It is. It is. It just but, doesn't. I'm going back to the other thing you're saying. You know, are they playing scared? I, I think they are. I've been to a couple, you know, of the way games. You could even hear it today on the broadcast. Darren just yells at guys the entire game. You know, nonstop. You know, move here, move here. You know, don't do that. You know, you gotta go, go, go now, now, now. You, know, you gotta trust your guys. Yeah, you know, isn't that yeah, what training all for throughout the week? Yeah, and I mean it. To be real, like to to make it equate to like a classroom, like if you teach a concept so much, it causes students to overthink, and then when they start overthinking, they lose confidence and ability in themselves to where they can't perform the normal task. So now instead of them just laying off the ball and making one two combinations, they're now overthinking like, well, if I pass it here, is that what's going to happen? Like it just. It just feels like a constant element of overthinking in this team. Like, I can't yeah. even remember the last time we actually seen the midfield 
like build, like actually Zaka or Ethan or who I think that's by design at this point. It's gotta be by design at this point. Yeah, and I mean look, I'm not we all understand that Zaka's not like he's a destroying midfielder. That's fine Mm -hmm. and dandy. But Neil was brought in to be a creative force. We haven't seen that. Maybe out of three moments this year, Ethan was brought in to be kind of like that creative force as well. We've seen flashes of it, but have it. It, it, once again, also, he's he's very young. We shouldn't be relying mm-hmm. on a 19-slash-20-year-old to be the creative force of our midfield. Not a little bit, but you know, think about who we're playing. I mean, you know, freaking Noel Buck, you know, scored, what, three times against us this year? Isn't kid like 16 or 17? Yeah, if you're on the if you're on the field, you know you deserve to be you know you get you know the praise when you get it. You get the uh, you know you get the criticism when you don't do it. Yeah, no, that's I mean fair. that's part of being a professional. That, yeah, that that is fair, but I don't know what it is about Darren not allowing people to build. I don't I don't know I don't understand the logic. And maybe this is someone that is not a soccer coach. But I don't understand the logic of being afraid of allowing the ball to do the work for you and being proactive and being on the front foot. I mean, we're preaching the choir to each other right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, like, I, don't, I don't need us to be, you know, prime Barcelona, you know, you know Pep Guardiola style, you know, teams where we're passing the ball, you know, Eight, literally eight thousand times a game or anything like that. I, you can be counterattacking and still you know, be effective, you know. But there's a time and place to be able to you know, put your you know foot on the ball, hold it, you know, pass it around for you know thirty seconds to a minute or so, and yeah. that's okay. And it seems like this team is allergic to that concept. Like, yeah, you know, I, I put it out there you know, in the second half. Like, no, this doesn't seem fair. No, nobody told me that you know if you have a lead, you're allowed to you know have the ball this much. Right. I think if only what out of the twenty one games we played this year, I think four we've landed possession. Yeah, at least one of those was because the other team was down to ten men pretty much the whole game. And we still lost. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, the, the other thing I'm you know I mean there's many things I'm concerned about. Uh but you know, last year, you know, the team folded down the stretch, you know, after that Omaha game where Antley got hurt, you know, it all fell apart, you know, and, you know, what should have been a cakewalk, you know, into, you know, championship game appearance, you know, resulted in a fourth place finish, you know, ever since we got that win at Greenville that, you know, we were, we thought might be, you know, the piece to propel us into the playoffs, kind of like that win at Omaha last year, what have we had, you know, crap, you know, Home draw and you know two road losses. Yeah, like I, to and, be honest with you, I haven't. This team hasn't been right since that win at Union Omaha. Like this team hasn't been right since then. Right, and so what, what's you know more likely the you know that first you know eight to ten games last year or the twenty? What is that now? We played twenty one or the twenty seven since then. I'm kind of leaning more towards the 27. The, the body of evidence right? is, is it's just that. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at 25% of the data versus 75% of the data. Right. You know, so I, 
we have a coach who, you know, when the team looks like you know they get a lead, you know, puts you know every safety break on, uh, you know, is you know seems married to you know having you know, precise substitutions at the exact same time every single game. You know, it doesn't seem to matter what's going on at all. You know, it's, you always you know, know Ola Hart coming Hart in right at seventy minutes. You know, yeah, you know, you know, Hernan if it's you know we're chasing the lead is going to come on you know somewhere around you know between eighty and eighty five, uh, and maybe somebody else you know you know comes in there in between but if we can see that you think professional coaches can't figure out what to expect at what time right right yeah like once again i'm not mad i'm just yeah disappointed man because it's like look i'm not going to pretend like you know the subs weren't good today you know anyway when they came on you know they they gave nothing to this game whatsoever, but still, you know, you're chasing the game. There's nothing in the first 25 minutes of that second half that suggested anything was going well. Why are you waiting that long? Right, right. I, I mean, the best the best thing I think you know sub did in that game was you know you know Hernan you know deciding all right you know screw it I'm just going to go in hard on this dude. Maybe yeah, and that's probably it. And another thing that we have to kind of look back at over the course of this year, and I mean. There's seven games left in this year. You have North Texas, Union Omaha, Chattanooga, FC Tucson, and Foreign Bands twice. And to be honest with you, right now I'm having a hard time finding a win, like multiple wins in that. Because one, this team hasn't shown the the consistency of winning winning games back to back, nor have they shown the ability to knock off a, a top team. And the top teams yeah. right now are North are. Union Omaha, Chattanooga, you can throw at, at Greenville. They haven't shown that. I'm not, I'm not ready to put Greenville up there yet. Well, I mean, in terms of the standing, I mean, we don't play Greenville. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're, they're not that far up there, and they just lost Donnelly you know, for the rest of the year. So, I mean, not Greenville, um, North Texas. Now, granted, we had to come back against North Texas, but still, it was individual. Like, we haven't beaten them at home yet. We haven't beaten Chattanooga in the last five. And Union Omaha, we lucked into that draw. And I'm not trying to be like overly negative, but the facts are the facts. Like if every kicker's fan really down into it, even the most hard and brazen, you know, you can't say nothing wrong about the kickers. Kickers fans look at it. What kind of evidence is there to show you this team is going to like win four out of seven, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, it's hard to say that you actually genuinely believe that. Yeah, you you can you know, probably you know, try to find like, the intellectual argument for yes, that could happen, and here's how or here's why. But you know, deep in your heart, do you really believe that? Do you really trust this team to you know put together a string of positive results? And again, there's seventy five percent of a season's you know, worth of evidence that says they won't and they can't. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Like it's just it's right just inability. Yeah, you can look at any you can look at any one game as oh well if this little thing had happened or this little thing had happened, but when you start to stack it all up across the, the season, that's who they are. You know, the team that will make you know you know a mental error here or there that'll you know screw themselves over there. The team that you know will only give themselves you know one or two you know chances a game, and they need to be able to convert those chances otherwise, you know, nothing's happening. Yeah. So, and I mean, look, the, the other part that really sucks about this is that they're not interesting to watch. 
that's also true. That's, right. And well, I mean, part of this is, you know, you know, a COVID issue, you know, to rebuilding the fan base, but attendance is down a lot, you know, and, you know, one that cares to be healthy, you need to get people a reason to want to come out to the stadium. And yeah, even if, you know, the team isn't good, if they're interesting, you know, that can be something worthwhile to watch right now. They're the worst combination of not good and not interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I know Shanir has, you know, gone on the soapbox a couple times before. We didn't let him on the show because, you know, we know he's really a Revs fan and he's probably happy about all this happening today. <laughs> Blame him. Blame him for everything. <laughs> I mean, you know, can't prove that it's not true. Uh, you know, but you go back to, you know, Darren's you know, introduction, you know, to the club. You know, he said, hey, I want to have, you know, you know, a go style. I want to, you know, go for the win each you know, game. I want it, you know, to be an aggressive, positive style. And, you know, we might, you know, get burned on that once in a while, but we're going to go for it. Where the hell is that? I, I don't know, man. I don't I mean, know because I mean, it, it couldn't be almost <laughs> more of the complete opposite of that. You're absolutely right. And to be honest with you, too, like what was said at halftime that produced this performance? Because not only did we only have one shot on goal, Olex came on the field in the 78th minute, had more fouls than we had shot on goal in the second half. He had three. We had one shot on goal. Akira had more saves in the second half than we had shot on goal, shots on goal. Like, what was said in the second half to produce that performance, man? Like, hey guys, we, we, hey, we're, we're in a good spot. We need you know, to get a point on the road right now. I don't know. That's the best I can come <laughs> up with. I don't know, man. And I mean, that's true. Like, where is this heavy metal football that we were told about, this pressing game? Because outside of the first couple of games in Darren's career, we haven't really seen them press. You might see it 10, 15 minutes here or there in every other, other, other game. But now, yeah, nothing... 10 is us sitting in a low block and us kind of holding on for dear breath. And one thing we do, me, you do. Every game, we always have a moment where we look at each other. It's like we just got saved there. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, uh, the games are predictable. Yeah, yeah. So are, and it's not it's not predictable in a way of like what. Yeah, it's not predictable. Like, hey, we're going to win three 0 I'd be cool with that kind yeah. of predictability. Like, we're not walking in with confidence. Like, it's almost like you're starting to drag games and be like, all right, what's yeah, going another one. now? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, I mean, at this point, you know, if you sign this, uh, you know, Denso kids, just, just start them. Now, like, Cal hasn't been doing anything that great, you know, to, Locked down a spot. I mean, you know, he was the guy who you know kept Renix on side in the first goal, and he's he's had issues. You know, go for it. You know what, man? I'm gonna say this, and to be honest with you, I'm totally fine bitching Calvo. He's a good guy, but one on one ability, and he just loses concentration. You know, and the one thing is like. 
one thing this team really needs, and you can see it where we lost Kyle Vintner, is we don't have a vocal leader. We don't have someone that's just like. I think that's the biggest issue of why it goes to your point about why you feel like Darren is just overcoaching. Because he doesn't have anyone on the field. To me, what it feels like is he doesn't have anyone on the field that can just do it for him. So Darren doesn't have to coach. You know, he's like Kyle was that buffer. And now you remove Kyle, there's no middleman there to relax everyone else on the field. Yeah, I mean, that goes down to roster build. I, you know, why are you building a roster where you don't trust your guys on the field? If you need a coach on the field, you know, is the coach on the sideline being effective enough? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You think we should so, just end it here? <laughs> we're probably. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think we're going to get, a, you know, another Darren interview this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, something not. just you know, tells me that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully in a week, you know, hopefully next week, you know, we look like you know, you know, idiots, and you know, they come out and roll over, you know, Toronto, and you know, we're right back in the thick of it again, you know. But yeah, I mean, I think we're actually at the must-win stage now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, again, not mathematically yet, but realistically, you know, we're at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah, listeners, we normally don't do hot takes or hot take podcasts, but the circumstances of tonight's game, it, it called for it. We, yeah, it called. Also, for it. let's be real. I don't want to watch that game again. You know, and you know, before Monday, I don't ever want to watch that game again. Period. So uh, we just want to get this out of the way and be done with. <laughs> yeah, that too. Like it's not like the North Carolina game where. So much went wrong. We had to go back and rewatch it to figure out like what happened. No, this is just version, you know, whatever number it is of the same game we've all watched many times over. Just a worse version of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, listen, friends, you probably won't have any audio. You're probably just gonna get straight into the feed, and yeah. But as always. Listeners, we just want to say thank you for taking the time of your day to listen to us. Support us at River City 93. Share the pod. Leave us a five-star review. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And See you all at City Stadium next weekend. We need it. Yeah. Yeah, we need it big time. So I'll leave you guys later. Peace.